Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. Like I'm feeling you. Yeah, everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy, I hope your cake's up. London with the beach, yeah, we go so in. Got my girl with a friend, yeah, we both win. Hotel chillin', yeah, she's sweet. Got the pain and the koozie up in the suite. Take a pics with the side chick, oof, delete. I bet you wondering how I keep it all so neat. Yeah, back in the days, 14 years. Going all blunt town, yes, no fears. Went on a vacay, yes, it was a teaser. Later found out she was going to a visa. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of what I'm now calling Pump Heads. Where we talk about Vanderpump Rules, me and a special guest. And today, my special guest is none other than Alan Morse, friend of the pod. So good to have you back. Hi. Hi, everybody. I didn't know we were calling it Pump Heads now. Yeah. I, well, I figure everything else now has a name, like each SUP spinoff. So yeah. this one needed a name too. Otherwise, it would just be nameless and Pump Heads. Okay. Is a term that's near and dear to my heart. So here we are. Same. I think it's I think it's beautiful. <laughs> really I encapsulates all of us, the whole crew. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> um, how are you feeling about this season so far? I mean, I'm feeling pretty good. I, I'm feeling better than I would have expected to feel I was feeling very not good after Jackson Brittany got fired because I was kind of like mm-hmm. Stassi and Kristen is one thing to lose all of them and Jackson Brittany it's kind of like uh, okay then like who's gonna be causing problems like I, I I don't know about this but when I watched the preview I was like okay I feel okay about this and then so far, I haven't missed any of the fired people, except for Jax a little bit, I have to be honest. A little. Really? I don't find myself... Like, I miss Jax and Brittany's horrific relationship being exploited for my viewing pleasure. Well, that's what I but mean. I feel Let me like... be clear. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what like, I mean. And I feel like that was happening less and less. And we were getting lean, the producers or whoever was leaning into like, they've really got it going on. Like, what an amazing love story between these two. And I'm just like a truther. I'm not here for that shit. That's true. We were definitely going down a path of like, we're just going to pretend that they have a beautiful, lovely relationship. And so is everybody on this show except for Tom and Ariana. And that was definitely crazy making and like not very fun. So that's a good point. But I still can't help but be sad to not have him. He's I just, um, the, yeah. I mean, we'll do it, but I actually feel <laughs> like um, Rand was kind of giving some like Jack's energy in this episode. 
Definitely. Rand is picking up where Jack's left off in a big way, <laughs> but also bringing something far more lovable to the table. Like, I'm like, I do I agree. love Rand? <laughs> I literally wrote, what did I write about Rand? Well, I wrote attracted to Rand, unfortunately, but. <laughs> right? I'm finding myself between a Rand and a hard place because uh <laughs> I'm like, Lala's man is actually A-plus material. I love him. I really, really loved him <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> Me too. I hope he and isn't I've like had moments, faking it. I've had moments before of feeling like maybe I'm attracted to Rand. And then I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just being crazy. And then this episode, I was like, no, I'm, I'm attracted to Randall. And it's hard to say that, There's- but... Yeah. Well, it's a dark it's truth just, that we all have to live with. There's for me there's no way around it at this point. Mm-mm, me neither. He really taps into my fantasy of like chubby husband wealth and Yeah, totally. Chubby. You know, just like where you get to be <laughs> you get to be the hot one and then your chubby husband is far wealthier than you and he's may not be the most attractive guy but he's like taking control of the situations and he's making you laugh and he's just like a man it's just really working and he's supportive of you his um, queen i think lala has a a pretty good deal in terms of what she wants out of life great deal she's hit the jackpot i think she's like figured it out (laughs) For sure. She's in a full pass. How are you feeling about this new season? Um, I'm feeling good. I was just going to say Lala was in a full-blown, like, passing the baby to the night nurse sitch, which I respect. <laughs> <laughs> when she said get the night nurse, I was like, uh. <laughs> like, hell yeah. Pop off. Like, I just don't ever think about, like, I mean, now I feel like now we're just like getting into the episode. Yeah, we'll just get into it. There's obviously a lot to talk about. We can we can go off for a long time too, so we're good. (laughs) (laughs) Let's skip all the pretenses. Just get like right the fuck into it. Let's just get right the fuck into it today. What happened in the first scene? I guess we'll start at the beginning. Yeah, I think we should. We could start with Lala, but then we'll jump around and I'll get disoriented. It's not a good idea. Um, hell to me is a sweat cycle class that's in a tent that was it, with right. no music except your silent rave headphones <laughs> just spinning into oblivion. Well, there were also like <laughs> six people. <laughs> like in general, a spin class was with like, like sick. less than, I'd say absolute minimum 15 people in a spin class but otherwise it's minimum like, i was gonna like, say 20 i was gonna say uh, yeah absolute minimum 15 because it's just not i don't really like spin classes and i tried to imagine what it would take for me to want to go to one like that i can't imagine it no you couldn't find me in an outdoor like the fact that it's even fully lit and you just have to take in everyone's struggle that's part of the joy of spin class yeah. is that they make the room pitch black perfect blast music and then like scream at you yeah. and you just sweat into the darkness no one can see you <laughs> it's incredible that yeah. is the best thing and, like, about a spin class for a person <laughs> indeed and for a person like tom schwartz 
Like, he needs the darkness because spin class does not look good on Schwartz. Darkness seeks its own level. And if anybody needs darkness (laughs) in a spin class, it's Schwartzy. I was, like, watching all of them do it. And I was like, oh, you know, there's Brock with all his muscles getting really into it. There's there's Sandy in his very, very femme silhouette with the, like, sleeves kind of coming over the hands and the like leggings and like just like he had such a nice little rhythm to it and then Schwartz you just like not falling on either side (laughs) looking crazy no I wrote Schwartz might be losing his hotness I realized like when he was just on the ground I mean listen I was like I have long since moved past Schwartz's hotness personally Mm-hmm. So it's almost hard for me to imagine this being the moment where you decide that. Like, what is it about that moment that then made you shift? Because, like, I have shifted long since. <laughs> He's, a, I mean, he is truly unfuckable in every Beyond. way, shape, or form. Yeah. But, like, I think just on a base level, like hot or not from no per taking no personality into account, just looks. Okay. I've always given him the hot rating. And in this moment on the (laughs) ground, knowing everything we know and seeing him in that light, I was like, it's finally done. Yeah. It's over for him. I think that's fair to say. I, uh, no, certainly knowing everything we know that's that's good context <laughs> because yeah I'm trying to think like it's so hard but I'm trying to think if I just saw him walking down the street and didn't like literally just saw him on the street didn't know anything about him yeah I would definitely think he was like a track yeah for sure I'd be like he's a very attractive person but I just know him too well at this point to even see like I can't even see like a shimmer a glimpse like I can't even Mm-mm. I see nothing <laughs> like the fact that he's still a main character on this television show knowing what we know <laughs> is amazing to me <laughs> like, he the extent to which this man has failed up is maybe the best example of, and continues is maybe the best example of failing up that I've ever seen in my entire life. Same. It's an incredible, just like sociological study at this point. And all, With, all he's truly exhibited no growth. <laughs> if anything, I would say regression. Like none. I would say, yeah, absolutely. Like, I would say, like, beyond no growth. Like, it's not even just like, I bet there's people on this show who have just kind of like remained static or like at the same level. He, Dodie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good example. <laughs> I was trying to think, I was like, Sheena. And I was like, no, Sheena's like at least evolved. No, like, Sheena's grown a little bit. Dodie's a good example. But Schwartz has regressed. Yeah. Easy. He has seen mm-hmm. how much he has benefited from being such a powerless schmuck that he's only like sunken further into being like a powerless schmuck. 
yeah he, it's working for him so he's leaning into <laughs> exactly. it exactly <laughs> sounds nice i don't know <laughs> i like i know what's that like <laughs> um i like brock going <laughs> no regrets when he's like starting out the workout class and his braids were really impressive rock i'm declaring as mvp of this season like everything he does makes me laugh and i'm 1000 percent here for brock i i've never seen anything like him i've never i was trying to wrap my mind around him watching him because i was trying to like i feel like i have some friends who have been like i'm very attracted to brock i think he's hot and then i have some friends who are like i'm not attracted to brock at all and I was trying to figure it out when I was watching. I'm not attracted to him. I can see how people could. Obviously, I can see how people would be attracted to him. I do think it's so funny mm-hmm. that just because he's like muscular and has long hair that Sheena like refers to him as being like the Game of Thrones guy. <laughs> like Jason, like Jason Momoa. I'm like, you guys, like a side by side of those two men's faces is like. They could not look less similar. <laughs> they don't look alike at all. Yeah, I just love that that's enough for Sheena to feel like she's with like the hottest man on the planet. I'm. I. I, I just like. You can tell she's so. They seem like a great match. Yeah, I think that they are really like work well together, and I also love. I think I read somewhere that Brock had moved to America to try and be in the NFL or something. And then maybe that Mm -hmm. didn't, I mean, that didn't work out, but he definitely has football player body. And I think it's like very on brand for a Vanderpump true blue to end up with like an NFL reject, but it's also like, it's poetic and like hot and a, and a really good match for each other. I mean that in like the kindest well, of ways. Well, it's like, <laughs> oh no, I it's I'm like that sounded very kind to me. Okay, <laughs> like, I feel like the failed NFL player to reality show pipeline is definitely a thing that exists. Yes, because I don't think this is technically a spoiler. Sorry if this is, but I guess they've already chosen someone from the season they're filming right now to be the next Bachelor, who is also a failed NFL hopeful maybe that's rude terminology I don't know but I think he it's just like that's what it is (laughs) that is what it is is. I'm not I'm not mad at that terminology and I'm I'm just glad that they have career options outside of playing in the NFL or actually not playing in the NFL (laughs) and I think long term the brain damage you sustain being on a reality show is potentially far less than. <laughs> You're not going to get CTE like, like on Vanderpump Rules. No, you might if you black out and fall face first onto okay. the Uber. Yeah. But the chances of that happening are maybe one in 10. Right. Whereas in footfall, it's like incredibly high. It's like one in one. It's like a 99% chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very happy that we seem to be getting a lot of these like meat heady football men on our television shows because it's like, yeah, I'd like to see them and I'm not going to see them watching football. So great. Yeah. 
I'll take them how I can get them. And I prefer to get them on my reality. And I don't think Brock's going to be wearing French braids in a football game. And he is on Vanderpump Rules. True. I mean, we don't know what his style was underneath the helmet. And <laughs> we'll now never know. But a little mystery goes a long way. I wonder if Sheena braided his hair, do you think? Maybe. Because she's a good braider. I think she's done is like she? a French braid before. I think so. Okay. I can just see her like fully giving Brock two French braids in the morning before he goes to work out. Yeah. I think it's a bonding session for them. Tom Sandoval is still really upset by Katie's desires to be the major D of Schwartz and Schwartz. I can't even say Schwartz and Sandy, <laughs> which like not- by the way, it's like not a name, but. It is, I think, the name of the restaurant. Like, I don't think it's ever going to change. I think that is what the name is. Like, they landed on Schwartz and Sandy's for, like, the LLC or whatever? No, like, the restaurant shall be called Schwartz and Sandy's. Why do you think that? Someone told me that, I think. Either I dreamed that someone told me that or someone (laughs) legit told me that. I, like, can't remember. Everything blurs into one long day. Dream reality last year, this year. It's a lot. Truly (laughs) 99.9% certain that that is fact. And Schwartz and Sandy's is the name moving forward of this restaurant chain that they're, like, launching. I mean... It is a. I'm not mad at it anymore. I accept. <laughs> I ex- <laughs> I accept in that now it is a smart decision because they've said it on the show so much that it's like, yeah. Now for branding, that is absolutely the smart decision. Like you have said that name seven thousand times in two episodes. Whether or not anybody likes it is not really important. I now think of it as Schwartz and Sandy's unless we come up with a better name. So yeah, I'm kind of. It will with never you. not be. No, mm-hmm. I, I was, I, I saw a little bit of watch what happens live after this episode and Katie and Lala were on and Andy was like, Katie, like, do you have any good ideas for like the name of the restaurant? Cause you don't like Schwartz and Sandy's. And she's like, yeah, I have a great idea. <laughs> and he was like, what is it? <laughs> and she was like, once upon a Tom. <laughs> Stop. That is like Rainforest Cafe vibes. I was like, that's, I take Schwartz and Sandy's over Once Upon a Tom. I would take it too. Also, I'm having flashbacks of Katie Maloney's Bar and Grill. (laughs) And now I'm realizing why she wants to be the maitre d'. It's all coming together. Oh my God. God, I can't believe I forgot about Candy Maloney's Bar and Grill until right the second. That's what she's trying to do. That is exactly what she's trying to do. It's not your place, Maloney. Maloney, open up your own bar and grill. We gave you a lot of ideas. Yeah, open up Katie Maloney's Bar (laughs) and Grill. Go for it. (laughs) Yeah, you feel free to take. We give such good career advice to these people on this podcast. Like literally every episode is a gift to them from me and whoever's on the app with me. Yes. Like their lives would actually improve by listening to it and like following. And we're not going to force you to let us invest. 
in your restaurant because I don't want to invest in your restaurant. I just want to give you the idea. I don't want any part of it. No. Yeah. I don't want to be tied in any way. I don't want to feel like I am owed anything or I owe you. And like, I just, it's cleaner that I live to inspire creatively. Exactly. Like that's enough. You don't need to compensate me for that. I'm good. No, you give me enough with your presence (laughs) on the show. And then this is me giving back to you. In the form it's actually of how a very beautiful anti-capitalist way of exchanging goods and services. I, it's um, it's pretty beautiful. Very yeah. progressive, actually. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, Tom Sandoval. Oh wait, I was gonna say, did you see the teaser of Watch What Happens Live when Katie and Lala walked into the studio and Katie almost fell over? No, <laughs> I missed that. She. <laughs> I mean, poor girl. She just like can't win. But and I know it's like it's an easy lol, but she almost tripped. She kind of like it was that thing where your heel like goes to the side. Yeah. And your ankle gives out and then you almost fall down. And she straight up almost fell down. I'm really and happy Andy goes, that. that was almost amazing. <laughs> and then they he was like, tune back in, blah blah blah. And I was just like, God, Andy would have loved He would have loved nothing more than if Katie Maloney just fell the fuck over in the intro to watch what happened live with Lala standing there being like, Oh I no. Wish- Oh no, if Katie also that set is like so small and like kind of flimsy that I feel like if you fell the right way, you could like knock the entire set over. We can't have Katie having another TBI. <laughs> oh my god. We're not in the business. I forgot. Of Katie. She and Erica herself. should connect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and talk TBIs. I bet she is in healing. like 60 years we're gonna be watching Vanderpump Rules and like Schwartz is gonna be telling a bunch of crazy stories about Katie and all the shit she does because of her TBI. <laughs> Katie could start embezzling money from Schwartz and Sandy's yeah. and blame it and on blame her TBI. And blame it on her TBI. And by by oh Erica's rules, it would be like, yeah, and what's the problem? I have a TBI. I actually yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of Katie Maloney this season and I say that like I'm measured about that because I'm a fan when I get to see her verbally abuse Tom Schwartz mm-hmm. it makes me love her and there are moments where she's like really harsh with him mm-hmm. and like unapologetically like throwing him to the wolves which I appreciate I hope to see more of agreed and I hope like that's a real power move. For I her. think that I hope she leans into that. I agree with you. I'm um I'm troubled by her desire to be the maitre d. <laughs> I will be You're clear. I don't even know exactly what a maitre d is. It's like not a manager, but it's not just a waiter. But it's not a host. I feel like a maitre d' exists at restaurants like Balthazar, where right, it's not like, like you have kind Sandy. of a front of house. It's not a Schwartz and Sandy's type no. of vibe. That's also like Katie. Are you putting together what this restaurant is? Do you think this is pastis? Because I can assure you, it's not. Her TBI makes her think this is going to be a Michelin starred restaurant. They have to keep reminding her, but that's like not. 
what this is. She's I, like, it's a white tablecloth bistro. Uh, and I'm like, Katie, no. It's Katie, no. Katie, no. It's going to be more like Katie Willoughby's Bar and Grill <laughs> than anything else. Yeah. And just know, just trust that your influence will be felt whether you are participating or not. She's, she's, <laughs> she's, she's, she's always present. <laughs> I, I, what do you think about her haircut? Okay. I have a lot of thoughts. Great. Number one, I was, I'm haunted by it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was having like, Right before I got my last period, I got like this urge where I was like, I need to like cut my hair off totally. like complete, like a total bob, like super, super Severe. short in the neck, like right at the jawline. Yeah. yeah. Like thin out my hair and then cut this like mm-hmm. blonde short bob. It would be like fashiony, kind of androgynous. Like I was like, I can't live another day with long hair. Right. My hair is my curse. <laughs> and then I got my period and that feeling went away I was like thank god I didn't go with that but I was still like I still made like a Pinterest board right and then I've been marinating on it like I floated the idea to the girl that cuts my hair and she's like oh we could maybe incrementally do this so Mm -hmm. it's percolating in the background okay then I see Katie Maloney's short hair and it's made me rethink everything because she and I both have really thick hair and I'm seeing the way her hair lays and I'm like, maybe some hair textures are not meant for this short hair life. Sure. Right. I have gone very um, back and forth. I originally saw pictures of it and I hated it. And I was like, why would she do that? She has such beautiful hair and like, if I could grow my hair long and it would look like that, I would grow my hair long a thousand percent. Why would she do that when she has such naturally thick, beautiful hair? And then I started going like, you know, I don't know. It's definitely like fresh for her. It's definitely like a nice, she has a really beautiful face and she can take that kind of cut because like she has, her face is so pretty. And now I'm back to, and maybe it's just because I find her to be unwell this season and I'm associating (laughs) that with this haircut. And now the haircut has taken on an unwell identity of its own where I can't look at it objectively anymore because I I, I strongly associate it with whatever is going on with her spiritually and emotionally right now which does not seem to be great yeah she seems pretty unhappy i'll say (laughs) to put it lightly (laughs) Um, (laughs) but i will there i do take it back i think it looks good in her one-on-one interviews like the way it lays and is styled i'm like oh that Mm -hmm. i see what you're going for and i appreciate this but then there are times like last episode where there's like a true Kate Goslin like poof <laughs> element to it or like a Midwestern mom. I'm like, imagining her with that haircut now, just like the full short and spike. <laughs> she could go in any direction. Like I would not put it past her. Sometimes it poofs in a way that makes me so deeply uncomfortable I just don't know what to do with myself I think it was yeah I think it was the last episode when she and Ariana were like walking their dogs or something in the park 
and it did not look great but you're right when it's styled like for the confessionals and stuff it manages to look good so I'm like why what's the discrepancy here you know like why does it sometimes look startling and other times I'm like mm-hmm. no it works like it, it's uh it's a nice cut it's uh I, I'm looking forward to seeing how my feelings change as we move through the season I think you would look great with a bob I don't think that you would have Thank a Katie you. problem you know it's times like this that I really wish she had kept her beauty blog Ugh. up because she could have I'm so us, lost like, without her beauty blog. what is going on with this hair and like what are the secrets to making it work every day I wake up and I look at my hair and I say fuck if only <laughs> pucker if and only- pout still exists.blogspot.com I'm assuming <laughs> still existed maybe I, I would it. know what to do with my hair today but I don't and it's sad yeah so uh, we're on bob watch this season I'm big time on bob watch because it could go one of two ways I'm rooting for a good turnout of because course. my my own bob journey hangs perilously in the balance it's true pretty much basing it only on katie's body <laughs> <laughs> which is dicey it's a little that's risky territory but hey you do what you need to do bob watch. when brock bob watch 2021 <laughs> when brock hears the name tom and sandy's he goes trash work on it <laughs> I am obsessed. I want to run Brock. everything You're by so, him. So I'm great. with you. I, I am all for him this season, and I cannot wait to hear about how he doesn't talk to his children. <laughs> yeah, it seems actually like pretty. I think it makes like a sensational fact. I'm a Brock apologist at this point. Like you're, you're not like, gonna turn like it's, what's done is done. <laughs> I'm you shan't you shan't be turning me off of Brock like whatsoever. So I'm basically like, yeah, he like moved here and then his wife moved back and it's like fine. Yeah, I mean there is definitely a way to be like, well, yeah, he was trying to come to America to make money for his children more than a lot of dads do. If you put me on a debate stage and asked me to argue for Brock, I could do it easily. Yeah, for sure. Team Brock through and at through. this point, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I mean the tides are ever shifting, <laughs> alliances are ever changing. Yes. Brock says you gotta respect that it's your partner's misses, which I don't know why I went into like a James Kennedy, but I no, love that was Brock pretty... rooting for. That was that Katie. wasn't too that wasn't too James Kennedy. There was still a little Australian. Uh, Enough that I didn't think it was full James. It was pretty good. Okay, cool. I can't do watch. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> I'm not even going to try it. Tom Sandoval gave one of the best speeches and like the most impassioned arguments for the name Schwartz and Sandys really I've did. ever heard in my life. He almost turned me. He did turn me. I laughed I cried and then I became a full Schwartz and Sandy fan he goes I got told my ideas uninspired our last names are uninspired I'm talking about the things you and me have done two people meeting on Craigslist getting together having a loving strong relationship where we inspire each other and make each other better I'm 
I rewound that <laughs> five times. <laughs> I forget that they met on Craigslist. When he took it to a place of two people who met on Craigslist. <laughs> I just love the... I love Sandoval so much because he's so sincere in a way that, like, I believed him. Like, I was like, yeah, I am inspired. And I wouldn't have been if you hadn't said it that way. But now that you said it that way, I get it. I I just love how much he buys into his own narrative. It's so, it's so, um, I wish I could do that with my own bullshit. He really believes in himself. Yeah. And not in a way that like rings false or is based on nothing. I'm like, you actually have really made a good life for yourself. It's like the most well-earned self-respect for doing things that aren't necessarily worth that amount of (laughs) self-respect. Or like self, yeah. <laughs> uh, self, not respect, but like self adoration. You know what I mean? Like, I really wish that I could feel that way about my life accomplishments that like aren't that big of a deal. I just feel like my life yeah. would feel a lot better and nicer. We should all take a page out of Sandoval's book because he truly does not quantify his own success based on what others think. No. And that's like genuinely an enviable quality. Mm -hmm. The fact that he can kind of like divorce himself from like real world expectation and ideas of success and ideas of like what makes a life like good. He's got his own shit going on and he really is like happier for it. Mm hmm. I love Sandoval. <laughs> I can't Me too. Him. I really love him. Two people meeting on Craigslist. <laughs> Craigslist. As though that was like the biggest like adversity. <laughs> like it's just so. Uh, I can't believe they met on Craigslist. It's so good. It's so classically Vanderpump. Like I can't think of anything more Vanderpump rules than Craigslist. Like the, there's nothing more Vanderpump than the fact that we would not have Vanderpump rules if we did not have Craigslist. <laughs> they are to, they're tied like for all eternity. Of course, that's the only reason we have Vanderpump rules is because people met on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. It feels right. It does. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. 
Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big the contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted MeUndies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with MeUndies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sandoval said that Katie built Legos all during quarantine. I was kind of like, I want to see. Like, yeah, that's actually better than coloring in a coloring it's book. It's way better than coloring in a coloring book. It's way better than like making banana bread. It's way better. Like mm-hmm. Legos are pretty fun. 
Yeah, I'd actually turn my nose up at it at first. And then now that I think about it more, I'm like, that's cool. Sounds great, honestly. I wonder what Legos she like purchased. I know. Did she share images? I guess I don't follow her on social media, so I don't know. No, like either, about... But I do kind of want to know like what Legos she was like, I want to build that. But her Legos are literally like, it's like she doesn't actually build the things. It's just like blobs. <laughs> it's like really bad. It's like rudimentary <laughs> three-year-old sat. Like she's building Legos, but it's like, it's like just putting things together. Just like stacking. She's <laughs> like the ugliest shit ever. Schwartz has to be like, oh my God, Bubba, it's so beautiful. She like doesn't look oh, at the instructions at all. She just literally like makes piles of Legos attached to, oh my God that's it's very like um it's very like the shining it's like very Schwartz being like well katie's in that room doing legos all day she won't let me see any of them but i'm so excited he goes in one day and it's all just like (laughs) it's not a pirate it's not a pirate ship it's not hogwarts a pile it's not like Mm -mm. a spaceship like it's just legos attached in the most like disturbingly disparate ways and they like cover up the window in the room so like no light really comes in (laughs) <laughs> i want the like horror movie of katie maloney and tom schwartz trapped in their farmhouse during quarantine i feel like we're getting the way you're like the way you were talking about katie treating him i feel like we're getting close to the like officially like snapping (laughs) like the way she's treating him this season is so blatantly what's the word I'm looking for she might be over him at last which would be a great thing for her it would be incredible she should divorce him she should be over him because she could find a partner that likes her yeah or that at least likes like believes in himself like right a partner that isn't mentally a child. A partner that has a self. Like, Schwartz has no yeah. self. Like, he has no... He's whatever's around him. He's, like, a, he's not... He's not a... He doesn't have a real presence to, like, hold on to. And I think Katie needs that because she's a little... She wavers. She needs a strong man. She does. She needs like a big, she needs like a Brock, honestly. She needs like a big, tall she does. guy. She's a strong man that yeah. wants to fuck her. Yes. That like, can you imagine, that will like fuck her brain. Can out. you imagine how different Katie would be if she had a big, tall man that wanted to fuck her and that loved her and that like gassed her up? And that was like, you're the sexiest woman I've ever seen and was just like dicking her down day in, day out. She would be the best. The girl boss like, energy she would bring to the table. Mm-hmm. She needs- Pucker and Pout would go right back <gasps> up on that. <laughs> would um, be rivaled only by Goop if Katie Maloney was getting dicked down by a mm-hmm. large muscular man. Yeah, just a hot fucking- Something man. needs to be unleashed in her that Schwartz keeps very compact He's inside her, of her. Down. It's so awful. Yeah, it's horrible. I hate it. I hate seeing that. For and a when woman. you look back, yeah, so at their whole relationship, Ugh. you're just like, damn, this person has dragged this woman. He's such a piece of shit. Through the mud, such he just sucks. I hate him. 
hate him. I know I hate and him. And I too. feel bad saying that because I love Sandoval so much. And I know Sandoval loves him so much. And that's how much I love Sandoval that I feel bad saying that that I don't like shorts because I know Sandoval would be upset if I heard me say that. It would I know I feel bad too. Like I'm scared a little to voice that truth, but I also wonder how long can they truly be in business together? Depends, but I would get a long time, I think. If Sandoval's just down to like carry his ass yeah. forever and he's truly unbothered by that, which he very well might mm-hmm. be, then I guess like the tie, the Craigslist ties <laughs> that bind are strong. Yeah. But I'm also like, Schwartz owes Sandoval his life. Literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really, um, yeah, I, I I think about their future sometimes. Yeah. It was on my front of mind. Okay. So Bob watch 2021, but also Katie Maloney divorce Tom Schwartz, please. <laughs> please, 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 please. You'd be so happy. You deserve a good life and you can have a good life. You can also, that storyline, imagine this show going in that direction, and then we get to see her, like, dating and have an identity completely outside of this horrific relationship. Again, we're giving you just the best idea. Like, please, I'm willing this into existence, actually. Like, I'm manifesting this. I just don't. This is redemption. This is the truest redemption she could have as both a character on the show and just in life in general. People, I feel like, talk about this show like it's dead and like if these people aren't coming back, then like what's the point or whatever. No, 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 no. We still have plenty to fucking work with. It's just going to be a matter of if we can get these people to do the things that they need to do to get us on that path. We need Tom and Katie to split up. What an incredible season would that be watching that happen? Fucking incredible. Are you kidding me? I don't need fucking Jax for that shit. I don't need fucking Stassi for that shit. I, no. I'm i more than happy to watch them split up. I would be dying over that season. I would be so happy. Yeah. Oh, come on, guys. Guys, just get it together. I feel like I don't wish her unhappiness no. and pain. Like, I... But I also do in the sense that I know long term that it will benefit her. Like it's like a short term thing that will pay off so much long term. So I'm like, if he just like cheats on her a few more times, I feel like. I I don't know. I feel like she wouldn't. (laughs) I feel like it's been made pretty clear that that's like not like I don't know what he would have to do. It's really not. To at this point get her it's almost like he would have to leave her oh i hate no no that no, came that out of my mouth no, i hate no, that no, no. that I, I i i'm so sorry i even put that into exist no uh, that's not gonna happen that can't happen that'd be horrible but what if that did but if and it then does she, <laughs> but if it does i'm just like Wait, something's gotta to get happen. this can't yeah it needs to happen somehow would i rather she break up like i want her to yeah. cheat on him same and then leave him for like I want her to cheat on him get pregnant with whoever it is that she's cheating with they either fall in love or just decide like we're gonna we're old enough and we're gonna have the resources to like co-parent this child yeah and she kicks Tom Schwartz to the curb you know she could probably just like 
get whatever she wanted out of that oh, divorce. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, do you think that he has the wherewithal to, like, Fight? call a lawyer? <laughs> yes, I don't seriously. think he could even, like, he pick... even... I don't even think he could Google No, it. he would, like, by default give Katie all of his shit because he, like, wouldn't show up to any court appearances. I need this so badly. Yeah, I do. Fuck. <sighs> I'm manifesting. Um... In shocking news, Lisa dined somewhere other than one of her own restaurants with Ariana, which I was like, hell has frozen over. Like, how is this? And it, I also thought it was mixology for a sec because they like to like, go up those stairs. And I was like, OK. And then I rewound and I realized it was not mixology. It was some weird Italian restaurant on a balcony. <laughs> yeah. Mora Italian. <laughs> like, did Lisa go to the valley? I'm so confused. And then when she sits down, she said a blatant lie, which she was like, I actually looked at this place where the kitchen wasn't big enough. Like that's how she tempers the fact that I was like, Lisa, you didn't. you're a fucking you're a liar. Shit. Yeah, you're a liar and a fraud. Did Ariana start crying when she saw Lisa? Did you see her? Like, I don't. Know. She was like going like this after she hugged Lisa and after she sat down. It made me feel like she like cried when she saw Lisa. Maybe that's cute. She and Lisa are like very close. These I know days. it's very sweet. I like that for them. I don't know what brought them. Cr- close together like this Ariana's depression duh (laughs) hello you depressed darling (laughs) they talk about it all the time she was like I'm depressed and Lisa was like I know what'll cure your depression come back here and work one shift a week (laughs) yeah and she was like I will give you the gift (laughs) great that'll fix my depression not of medication or of a number for a therapist who needs it but a shift at sir you're welcome Mm mm-hmm their lukewarm bottle of Vanderpump Rosé also really disgusted me. So bad. I can't believe she brought that to, to Mora Italian. <laughs> that's a real, like, you know how to butter Lisa up. Like, yeah, for real. Like, that's all it takes. I think you have, you have to do that. Like, you have to bring one of Lisa's terrible products I mean, that's a pretty simple way to keep someone in your graces, honestly. I bet they have so much free Vanderpump alcohol that she can just, like, yeah, fucking bring it to a wherever. A little goes a long way. Yeah. I think and it's it doesn't advertising. take a lot. Yeah. When are Tom and Ariana going to start their own, like, cocktail brand? Yeah. I'm, or, like... I'm wondering why. And maybe it's just because, like, they have a sense that it wouldn't be good for them as a couple because I feel like there was some contention when they did that book but I'm like what is Sandoval doing going into business with Schwartz instead of Ariana I mean again maybe Ariana like doesn't want to or maybe he doesn't want to but I'm like that seems like the better I know I feel like they have such a in with like Lisa just in general like why aren't you making why aren't you making your own version of lover boy? Yeah. Or like truly. Totally. That's such a, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe they saw Jax with just at X. And they were like, let's not. <laughs> and the beer cheese. And they realized <laughs> like, like, this is, I don't too think this work. is going to, maybe it's going to turn out like that. And I don't, I can't bear that, but it wouldn't, they have like a better, the whole reason why all that shit with Jax is so weird is because like Jack's not like a bartender. He doesn't give a shit. Sandoval's like, loves bartending that's like and like creating shit so I feel like I would both literally and figuratively buy him making something like that more than I would Jax yeah and like they have like 
Sandoval's attention to detail and care right. makes me think that it would really go a long way. Maybe that's something they're like percolating yeah. on, but that seems like a missed opportunity. Yeah, I agree. Um, I like that they're pulling back the curtain on like the financials of how this restaurant is getting funded. They ha- Leeson can have to be silent investors, don't you think? Am I being a conspiracy theorist? Maybe they are. I, just I mean, I don't like... buy them not knowing that. Like, well, no, that was the that fakest was just, like, shit ever. That was like so, that yeah. was like every now and then they have scenes on the show where I'm like, you know what? I am an idiot, but I'm not that much of an idiot that I think this. No, yeah, was like the I'm first insulted. time we talked about that. Like, that's insane. Um, mm. it just like so. But even if I let's say even I if I knew that that was not the first time they were talking about it, like. I just can't imagine that Ken and Lisa wouldn't have a gun to their heads demanding some amount of profit they're making off of their fame, off of Vanderpump Rules. Am I crazy? I don't know, unless they think that it's like totally going to tank. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think, I, I did not think about it that way. I mean, I guess like so the both of the Toms are refinancing their houses to get well, the loan. Cr- what the fuck? That seems crazy to me. Yeah, I don't. Why? I don't know about. I haven't gotten to like that level of like financial no, me anything either. yet. I'm just like at a level of like how do I get my credit score to be like <laughs> <Not> excellent <too. laughs> and like save some money, right. but Damn. not like refund like I just bought a car like I'm like that was really mind-blowing so I don't understand but it does seem like a huge risk and then also what made me a little bit like mm, is Sandoval telling Randall being like I agreed with my family like they would come in on it with me but there would be no one else so I'm like this has the potential to be the biggest disaster. That was... Just like fam, just mixing family and business and money in that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sandoval and his dad seem really close, yeah. but Schwartz's fam? Like, well, Schwartz's family? <laughs> I don't think the triplets are investing on Schwartz and Sandy. <laughs> uh, I can't imagine that's happening. Um, I love They need an to start another that. restaurant, yeah, called The Basement. It's just or an escape room called Schwartz's base, the basement. The basement. Yeah, where you, yeah, and they could employ That's the triplets scary. there, and the whole thing is like you escape from the basement. That would be actually too scary of an escape room. I feel like <laughs> that's a little too scary. I was very confused with Ariana. I was with Lisa when Ariana was talking about the ec- the home equity. Again, I don't know fucking anything. I don't own a house. I don't know if I will own a house ever. I don't know if I will loan, take loans from a bank. But like when she's talking about how like his loan on the house like doesn't affect her because it's just his equity or some shit, that didn't sound like that made sense to me. I've never heard anything like that. Maybe I'm wrong. Me neither. Yeah, I don't know how that works or if, like, maybe... Ariana's not stupid, so I would imagine... I don't think she's, like, wrong about that, but that just sounded crazy. Maybe it's, like, in a... There are trusts or something. I hope they're being smart with their money because it 
was published this week that Dodie's house is now oh, for sale. Oh my God. I saw that. I can't believe we haven't talked about that. <gasps> that yeah. was. And that shook me to my core. It begins. Mm-hmm. If she, uh, and of course, hers would be the first to go. Yeah. She has a rich boyfriend, I'm sure, Jackson Brit. Yeah, I think so. I wonder if that has something to do with it, too. If it's like. She's moving in with him. Right. But, but like, I don't, I don't think she's <clears throat> selling her house at a profit. No, I don't. Necessarily. Yes, that's the other thing. I didn't see how much she bought it for. But if she's selling I it, I think for she one bought point, it for one. Okay. And sell, but like she did but she a put lot so of much work into it, so yeah. I can't imagine she'd actually be making three hundred k. I'm sad for her, honestly. Ugh, it sucks. It's so dark. I hope there's a bidding war. I do and, too. Like, I hope she gets more than asking. I want her to get a little. It's a cute house. Make a little profit. It's, it's definitely it's nicer really than house. oh, it's fucking Jackson Britney's crazy shit. Yeah, it has a lot of personality yeah. and she did the like... work in the backyard. Cute. I looked through all the listing pictures when I saw that this was happening. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm um, the finance situation for Tom and Ariana. I hope that that's really not bad because when I heard they took they like refinanced their house or whatever not like I even really know what that means gun to my head asked me to explain that couldn't do it yeah but don't ask me what either. I know what I understand is it means something about needing money for that you're whatever I'm not even gonna try I'm gonna sound like such an idiot like your house is collateral right ensuring okay. that you pay off this okay. loan and then if you don't they pay t- off a loan the bank can well take that's what house. lisa was when lisa was like well they're not just gonna take like tom's half of the house or like they're not just gonna like kick tom out of the house and ariana gets to stay that's where i'm like yeah that doesn't make sense whatever yeah but i mean maybe ariana's that's like if he can't pay then she starts right. to pay the off the loan and then he owes her money okay. instead of still sucks i don't know whatever that was just yeah it's me. a seems weird yeah. hope they're making a shitload of money off of tom tom <laughs> <I> do <laughs> um james is getting engaged to raquel yes. and i'm honestly like why are you guys doing this like i don't they're i don't so young, get it aren't they they're so young right raquel's like what raquel can't be older than like 26 I feel like, yeah, right? they're, let's yeah, see. Yeah, let's find out. James Kennedy age. He's 29. Okay. Still young. Still young, but Raquel's not his age. Isn't she a little younger? She's 27. Oh, okay. Okay, so they're not, I mean, I guess they're not, I mean, still young, but not as young as I thought. Yeah, I think of them I as like she was 21 like, I thought she 24. was like 25. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know why they're doing that either. It also seems like James is, um, still on a journey to get some stuff together. Mm-hmm. He goes, I know how much Raquel cherishes her memories of Coachella. <laughs> so he's doing like a Coachella themed proposal, which is also Love like, it. if you're going to go down that road, you should not be getting married. No. If that's your instinct on how to propose, maybe that's also a sign that you should wait like a couple of years. Wait for her to be more yeah. passionate about something else other than a festival. And then maybe mm-hmm. you're ready to start thinking about settling down with all due love and respect. The future. With all due love and respect to those that love Coachella and music festival. They don't mean to offend. No, go off like love and light and like 
have a great Coachella. <laughs> but great Coachella. You don't need to tie it necessarily into like your, your long-term life no, plan. Oh, I don't yeah. think so. No. If you're saving your Coachella wristband still, a, quote, you should not be entering about? a legal union with another <laughs> human being. That's all I'm going to say. I think that that's a really good way to look at life. Yeah. If you're still, <laughs> if you're holding on to that memorabilia, I don't think you're ready. Yeah. It's time to move on. He also referred to the, when he was like the most, what did he say? He's like the most romantic place in the world is the rave tent at Coachella. But guess what? I don't think it's called the rave tent. Aren't they all named after like deserts? Isn't it like the Sahara tent? Isn't that like the quote rave tent? Sahara tent is like the EDM. Right. I think that's what he was talking about. I was shocked he didn't refer to it by its proper name. But then there's another rave tent that's like smaller. (laughs) Okay. Don't know what I'm talking about. I used to go to Coachella and maybe that's when I was what young. he was talking about. Yeah, I haven't been since 2017. Yeah, I went I, I went a bunch of again. times because I'm from Los Angeles and like the rich private school Los Angeles children all like went literally like skipped school to go to Coachella for some reason people's parents like thought that was like appropriate including mine. And um I went to a couple of Coachellas in high school. So I do know what I'm talking about when I speak of Coachella, but that was a long time ago. But I know I, I don't remember there being a separate rave focused tent but maybe that was a new addition in the most recent years um yeah i think let me see i'm now i have to like find the yuma yuma oh uh, yeah that doesn't sound familiar to me i went in there was fun I mean, was it romantic? It's very like, is it the most romantic place in the world? You could be really romantic in there. Well, I'm sure you could be more ecstasy. romantic than there than in the Sahara tent. Yeah, yeah. You're on ecstasy, maybe a little bit of K. Romantic. There's like a disco ball. Ooh. It's cool. It Ooh. has AC in there. Ooh. Oh. Whoa. Okay. That's like. Yeah, and like chill out zones. Ooh. That sounds nice. There's potential. Okay. Okay. I like that James went on a hike with Raquel's dad to ask for her hand in marriage and the dad jokingly threatened to throw him in a ditch. <laughs> I We haven't met Raquel's dad. I'm sad about that. We've met her mom. I know. And like some other Where's people. Where's her dad? I'd love to meet her dad. I'd love to see what he's like. I feel like we will like next season. Prob- so. If they actually go right. through with this wedding. Mm-hmm we'll get a Raquel dad cameo. Yeah, I really hope so. And James's mom and his dad at the wedding. We need more James's family. This could be the makings of like a really interesting merger of family dynamics. Yeah, I need to check in with James's (laughs) mom, my possibly favorite side character on the entire series. Yeah, I think she's doing well. She's still sober. I don't know. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, not like sobriety has really changed too much for James, but yeah. <laughs> well, he's also, I was going to say, he's sobriety. also not sober. So that's different. Yeah. Not drinking. I did want one of those mini lattes his... that Sandoval made for them. I loved that. I know. I was really into so those too. So cute. I love a mini latte. Mm-hmm. I love that their house is just like coffee station central. So many like coffee every stations. Every room just has a coffee. I, I love that. That's genius. It's yeah. So cute. I want to go over to uh, Sandoval and Ariana's house. And I want to curl up in their bed and I want them to make me a little coffee drink. Mm-hmm. That sounds so nice. It would be so nice. Cloudy morning. Rand and Lala 
Mm. I'm listening. <laughs> I noticed that they have a Joe Malone candle, which I was like, chic. Oh, you did? I, can't, I, I didn't tried to that. zoom in oh my God. and what figure scent? out which scent it was, yeah. but I couldn't see. But I was like, okay, I, I'm I'm loving this. I didn't, love that. Did not see that coming, no. but I'm here for it. There, she's very and, um Bayes vibes for candle. Bayes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bayes vibes to me. I feel like Stassi is Bayes vibes. Yeah, maybe Lala's more like byredo or something yeah or lala's like randomly one giant baies you know what i mean that yeah. she got from like rand mm-hmm. like a, one of the really big ones that are like very expensive one totally. huge baies lala is spending a lot of time in her closet and then Rand, that's when she goes give her to the night nurse we gotta get to palm springs <laughs> night i in my notes i literally wrote night nurse dot 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 pop off <laughs> <laughs> Get her out of here. I love, I, the idea, yeah. I've just never thought about like, realistically in my life, I know I'll never be able to have a night. Like I'm never going to be able to afford a night nurse. So it's never something I've considered. Mm-hmm. And as of late, I feel like I've been seeing some like reality TV people or otherwise rich people talking about new motherhood and how stressed they are. And then casually mentioning that they have a night nurse. And I'm like, uh, shouldn't that be pretty helpful? <laughs> like, isn't a big part yeah. of the stress of new motherhood, like not sleeping. And if you have someone taking care of your baby in the night and you can sleep for like nine hours, like that should help. You don't actually get to sleep. I think they have to pump? bring the baby because you have to feed the baby every like three hours or something. Okay, so got it, got it. they pick the baby up. Like you don't have to physically stand up, but they'll bring the baby to you what and like you feed. What a useless job then. That's so stupid. Yeah. What, you don't want to and get up and hand walk off. to the... That's crazy. I didn't realize that was what a night nurse was. I thought they like did the whole thing. No, I think... I mean, depending on, I guess, whether sure, or not maybe, you're breastfeeding. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. But yeah, I think it's just like they take maybe a step out of the mix and then they slowly, like as you feed less and less, I don't know. That seems, it seems like a it me, seems then. like a luxury to me. It certainly seems like a luxury. <laughs> to be able to just have an extra person around and be like, all right, give the baby to the night nurse so I can pack my bag for vacation. Sounds nice, dude. Having a child Sounds as a great. rich person seems incredible. Easy breezy. <laughs> Amazing. Lala also seems kind of manic and I like that yeah she's definitely in a pretty crazy like postpartum girl boss uh shooting Vanderpump rules like tornado of like not conflicting like feelings but like she's got a lot going on and you can really see it and you can really feel it and I appreciate that we're getting her in this very raw yeah, totally. it is manic. Like it, it's manic energy. She really also doesn't wild. have Stassi or anyone to like temper that at all. Totally. So it's just Rand. It's just Rand. And then when she was like, "So I'm gonna find out later today whether or not I'm a New York Times bestseller," and in my heart of hearts, I knew that she wouldn't be. But I was so grateful that they captured this Same. moment. <laughs> Of her finding that out because no one ever asked to be given Lala in the form Mm -hmm. of a book. It's way too soon to give us that Lala. I feel like Stassi waited an appropriately long time. 
Yeah, that felt like the and next she was the logical she step. She got on the bestseller list. She was a, she, yeah, I think right. that book that felt re- right. sold. That felt mm-hmm. right to me. But Lala, I was like, this truly is way too soon for a Lala book. As a New York Times bestseller who <gasps> literally got the last, like there's the bestseller list, there's the extended bestseller list, and then I think it goes to number 26, which was what my book counts. was. So it was the po- last possible, still but it still counts. I was like, if give them Lala is higher that I will kill myself. That would be a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. And so thank God I got to live another day. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for you. I loved that Randall was so um, supportive and sweet when he was like, this is a yeah. really big day. <laughs> <laughs> this is a huge day. No matter what happens, you should feel really proud of yourself. You wrote a book. He's I saw so- you work on it. I saw, I saw you work on it. I love him. I think he's so, uh, he's I, I just, um, I'm really into him and his presence. He makes me like Lala more. Yeah. Sandoval and Schwartz go to Villa Rosa and Sandoval tells Lisa about James proposing to Raquel. Right. And she, I like that. She seems a little bit dubious. Yeah. Usually she, she gets really be. emotional when one of them is like, I'm doing this or like we're like she and she was kind of like, oh, mm. <laughs> like, okay. And then I like that she goes, she corners both Sandy and Schwartz and goes, how are your wives supporting you? <laughs> I like trad Lisa Vanderpump. <laughs> That was a really good, um, she knows how to, she knows how to ask the right, the good questions. Mm -hmm. She knows how to bring us to a place of conflict without seeming like she's trying to bring us to a place of conflict. Yeah, it's really good. She's laying a lot of groundwork for what hopefully will be the divorce of the century. I feel like she's really missed like producing Beverly Hills while on camera Mm -hmm. And now she's happy to have an opportunity again to be producing people because it's been a long time. Yeah, and she's good at it. She is good at it. Everyone's getting ready to go to Palm Springs and Lisa and Charlie film a scene in the back of Sir that convinced me that they've never spoken before. <laughs> they've seen this each moment. other before. Yeah. Like I Charlie barely knows introduced. who Lisa is. Like, yeah. Really and Lisa's strange. like, who's this girl again? It's like, are they you were like, here we're going to gonna go work? in and talk to this girl, Charlie. Yeah, like I think that maybe the time okay. that they filmed in the last episode was the first, but this was like right. the first time that it was just them one-on-one. For sure. It felt very unfamiliar. It felt very stilted. It was strange. Keeping my eye on that relationship. Keeping my eye on the two of them. Katie and Tom are bickering, and I just wrote, nature is healing. <laughs> This is where I yearn to be. This is my sweet spot. (laughs) Yeah. And him being like, Bubba, maybe we can have sex. And she goes, ugh. I mean, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that scene. Beautiful stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's, I feel like she used to put on a little bit more of like a, like a front or like a little bit more of a, I'm, we're trying. Ha ha. And now she's just like, "Mm -mm." Yeah. She's like done pretending, I feel like. I hope that it keeps, she just got to keep pressing forward with that energy. Yeah, I agree. I hope so too. Don't try and be a major D. That's like 
absolutely don't try don't focus don't do your that. energy you i'm sure that internally her instinct is telling her leave this man leave this man put all your energy towards leaving leaving this man and in, and and in order to avoid that mess she's saying she's focusing all of her energy on wanting to be a mater d <laughs> that's to- like and if she had an appointment with a therapist and it started out with her being like I'm just so upset because I'm like dying to be the maitre d' of his restaurant and he won't let me. By the end of that therapy session, she would come to the realization that she's actually upset because she wants a divorce. She wants to not be with this man anymore. Yeah. She wants Mm -hmm. to be the maitre d' of her own single life and not. I want a bottle episode like of Katie and therapy for artfully shot of Katie Maloney in therapy realizing that she has got to get out of this relationship. Yeah, I'd pretty much kill for that. Mm-hmm. But I would pretty much kill for any bottle episode of any of them in therapy. Yeah. Uncut, not edited, just like raw footage. That'd be incredible. That would be really amazing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everyone goes to Palm Springs and this is where I feel like producers in an effort to like save the Vanderpump Rules franchise is taking a page out of the summer house playbook and being like we'll put them in a house that's chic yes and we'll make them play weird games and it kind of worked for me like I wasn't so mad at it no me neither but I was like I see what you're doing here like I know this fucking trick smart though yeah was it wasn't Sheena's house was it or was it no, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Because Sheena has a house in Palm Springs. Yeah, I think this is like a different rental or like Airbnb hmm. or something. I wonder something. why they wouldn't just go to Sheena's house. Maybe it's not big enough. Maybe it's not big enough. Yeah. They all are choosing their rooms <clears> and Schwartz <throat> and Katie get like the tiny bed. <laughs> okay. At one point, Katie Schwartz just so... tried to claim that that was a queen bed. I was like, this bed's green. Like, she doesn't want a queen. She wants a California king. I was like, that's not a queen bed, babe. That might not even be a full-sized bed. bed. Yeah, that was like a small bed. I would never share that bed with another person. No. And then Schwartz lays back with his head resting on the pillow and goes, I'm so happy, I think. Which I was like, there's nothing that sums him up. (laughs) more than that eyes closed (laughs) (laughs) i also loved katie in this whole segment with her like watery eyes or like her allergies or whatever the fuck was happening she had to keep Mm -hmm. like dabbing her eyes and doing all this shit and she was like so upset about the room i was like i relate to her in this uh (laughs) this montage katie maloney i just want to say the body keeps the score Ever heard of a nice little New York Times bestseller called Body Keep Score? (laughs) Because you might want to take a look. Yeah. Like, this was a moment where I was like, your body is telling you 
to get out. To get out. Your body. Your eyes saying, immediately we are not start safe. stinging and involuntarily weeping at the thought of sharing this room with this man. Right. Like that's not random. That's your body saying, I need to release cortisol because I'm so stressed that <laughs> we got out of our house in Los Angeles and yet we're just going back into an even smaller bed in another place. And this isn't right. And we have to go. <laughs> yeah. And she's just like, oh no, like I have allergies or my contacts or whatever. And I was like, mm, I don't think no, so. Honey. No one else's Listen. eyes are bothering them. Listen to what your body's telling you. Sorry, girl. Um, Lala gets her call that she's not a New York Times bestseller. <laughs> there was a moment when they called and I was like, I don't know, maybe they're going to tell, it just seems so cruel to get this on camera if they're just going to tell her she's not. <laughs> I know. I literally thought the same thing. I was like, it, they were doing that thing where it sat, the, the person it on the other end sounds really sad. It could be good news and they're really pretending, sad. exactly. But then they give you the and good then they news. go surprise. Yeah, which is the Bravo way, mm-hmm. but not this time. <laughs> I again, I knew in my heart that it wasn't going to happen. It could not be. There's just no fucking way. But even for one second, I was like, but they can't just film her finding out that she's not. <laughs> oh, they can. <laughs> and then, to my surprise, they they've surprised me before, and they continue to surprise me. Oh, that was gorgeous. What did she say? She was like, or she was like, um, she's like crying a little bit and on the phone. She's like, you know, what's so crazy. I had a feeling it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, I can go one of two ways. Like it's, there's no, like, it's not like crazy. It's like 50, 50 chance. <laughs> but also I feel like you, know you kind crazy? of know based on your numbers, like, you get and pre-sales and stuff like you have a decent idea of like whether or not it would happen I don't know it's been a minute for but I love I just was like okay all is right in the world like things haven't totally gone off kilter yeah and like what's interesting about Lala is like she's giving them she's giving us all too much Lala. No one wants this much Lala in this form. Like she and Randall are going on a live tour. That is the, where? They're going, they have like dates in the South, which I'm unclear on who is getting tickets to go see them do what exactly. Like, I don't like, again, this feels like a really poorly thought out, idea such as her book give them lala where it's like it's a little early in the game no one's asking for this like you're not filling a void in the marketplace like this is the void yeah so like don't just let it marinate a little bit like have something iconic happen before then you decide to give us lala i think she's one who probably would have to wait for the show to be canceled before she did that and then she can have the book that like spills the tea yeah, or has like a breakout season sure. as like either the biggest villain on mm-hmm. the show or like the queen bee of the show. It's just like, okay, you're a character we literally know everything right about and I don't have that many questions of like what makes Lala tick. No. I feel like I pretty much I know. I think I get it. And I also feel like 
it was such a weird choice to release it like when Vanderpump was on a hiatus. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much control she would have over that part of but it. But wouldn't you think that the people in charge of releasing the book would be like, this is stupid to put this out now. Let's wait. Yeah. Or maybe they thought like, they probably thought Vanderpump would be filming hmm. Yeah, by the time. Cause it was kind <clears throat> of at the, her book like had come out. Yeah, so I think like just the time and mm. also anyone that released a book during COVID, like good luck with your projects. Yeah, but it was a very it was a perfect storm of not New York Times bestseller. <laughs> perfect storm. <laughs> I also don't believe her when she said that it was one of her dreams to be a published author. Quote. <laughs> no, I'm like, like I don't think that's one of your dreams. It doesn't sound right. <laughs> if that but how can that be your dream when you didn't write the book? <laughs> Like I that you know what I mean like if you have a ghostwriter then it's not you are not necessarily the published author no that's like not exactly anyone with a dream of being a published author is generally someone who actually is a writer which is why I say I don't think that's one of your dreams babe yeah I don't see Lala as a writer but that's just me no (laughs) sitting down for another day of writing crafting slaving over the laptop like i i just don't mm-hmm. see that for her me neither i need to someone had linked me to like a reddit thread where someone read give them lala and like <laughs> recapped everything so i need to read that oh my god i, I can't do. give myself yeah i'm not gonna be reading it but i would like to know what is discussed yeah i meant to do that as like my research pre this episode but oh well sorry fail Sad. Now we have something to look forward to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Charlie says she's not scared of Lala. She grew up in Barstow and has had guns put to her head before. I know gangsters and Lala isn't one of them. I wrote, I believe Charlie. (laughs) Yeah. Dying to know more about Charlie's upbringing. Same. Well, we do. We do hear more about her upbringing. This episode's very sad. Yeah. Um, but I do still want to know more I'm very very interested no I'm like give us Charlie give me Charlie give them Charlie this sounds like there's a a story there's a book yeah I don't know that Mm -hmm. there's a book in give them Lala personally I cried at Lala's arrival in Palm Springs where she struts in the door and James runs up to her (laughs) and he goes I heard you in the running to be a New York Times bestseller the editors of the show thank you so much for keeping that in thank you for thank you so much for keeping in a person to remind us of two minutes ago when lala found out that she was not in new york times bestselling (laughs) truly incredible work thank you so much i also love that they like walked into the house clearly someone is at the house with the baby because they didn't bring the baby but then they also had that guy just carrying the cake. Sean, the How assistant. many people did you bring on this trip that's just you and your baby? Yeah, I'm like, who's watching all these Vanderpump offspring? I don't know, but I, was she and I feel like probably like her mom. Yeah. Because she's around. But like Rand and Lala, they must just have hired somebody or had the night nurse take her. Left her with the night nurse. Night nurse has a book in her, for sure. Yeah, she definitely That night nurse has a book. Um, The Toms won't let Randall invest in their restaurant, which also seems weird until I guess we find out later what the deal is. But 
but still. Yeah, still seems odd. I'm very interested in this dynamic that seems to exist where like, from what I understand, it seems like, and this might just be me guessing, I could be wrong, but I feel like Jax has a relationship with Randall or had one. I think still has. I think they're very close. Okay. And I think that was kind of predicated upon some sort of financial something like either Rand investing in something Jax was doing or Jax getting involved with like Rand's company in some capacity. So like they have this relationship to me that seems very clearly predicated on like finance. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have the Toms and Rand who literally not only are not asking him to invest, but are telling him he can't. I find that very interesting because I don't know what they get to me. I'm like, what do you get out of not having Rand invest in your restaurant? That seems like a good idea to me. Again, yeah, I think stupid. so. But- I think so too. TBD house financially like solvent fair rand is fair maybe that's actually the point maybe that or maybe they truly don't know him like that or maybe he's just like saying that for the cameras but it's Uh not like a real offer it's not a real offer certainly was amped but i have a lot of questions i know i'm like do you want to invest in my podcasting (laughs) ventures because you want to invest in my grad school tuition (laughs) yeah like i'll take it you're looking for investment (laughs) opportunities um, I'm happy to be your child's therapist when she's old enough to like talk. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's do this. Let's do Let it. Get a contract going. Please. Uh, Brock sewed his Palm Springs outfit. That was shocking. Crying. That was shocking. I did not expect him to be a, um, a jack of all trades. What can't he do? I know. Aside I from like, like, see his aside first Aside from family. be a father. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from parenting his children, what can't he do? <laughs> or successfully play football? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but truly, what can't he do? That was amazing. I It's not every day you see him like a, a cis man like Brock, a cis het muscle man on a sewing machine. I don't even know how to use a sewing machine. Sewing like a pleated pant with a pat. Like I a couldn't pattern. do that. I could not do that either. I can like sew designing a his or a own button, outfit. But, like that's the extent of what I can do. Can't do that. I can't. That was. I was very shocked to see him on that sewing machine. I, you can really see why Sheena loves him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I love Tom Sandoval in high heels. Okay, for the fashion show. I'm here show, for his like femme style this season. Incredible. He looks incredible. I wrote Sandoval is so hot. Uh, yeah I wrote he's hot tbh so hot like he looked incredible he was giving me like timothy chalamet vibes Mm -hmm. i like put him on the fucking runway he should be a male model met gala like are you kidding me at this point i love seeing all those pictures of him in the runway shows (laughs) (laughs) he should be like embraced by fashion at this point because he's serving like he's giving us something Give that needs sandy. to be capitalized Give them on yeah sandy. Give them everyone and i know fashion Lala. people I'm sorry. yeah fashion people watch vanderpump rules and yeah. housewives they're like obsessed with it put so like what sandy the fuck in fashion week let him walk put him in fashion week Tom make Ford. a fucking like Oof. 
yeah tom ford like make a make like new media content with, with these people i'm telling you it would explode i agree if only because i would watch it two million times yeah. <laughs> he looked incredible he looked really good he looked gorgeous brock killed me i loved brock's outfit too with his giant fan yeah it was really it was really good i love full-bodied it. sheena with a ponytail long pony swinging it around doing and the like romey and michelle ponytail <laughs> yeah i live she for this version of sheena incredible she looks she so really good. does and I like her embracing her massive jugs because yes. they are truly so big. Gigantic. I like can't turn my eyes away. And I don't remember her having big boobs before she was pregnant, right? No, this they pregnancy. must have been like normal sized. Yeah, I think they were just like regular. Yeah. And now They're they are true. She has jugs. She looks so she has good. huge naturals. Yeah, it looks she incredible. Does. She looks incredible with her ponytail. I did think the most actual, the person who looked the most actual runway was Charlie. Yeah, I think Charlie and Lala looked like runway, but I wanted more from both of them. I like I take it into a Sandoval. Definitely place. wanted more than from Lala. I thought Charlie looked great, but she could have definitely committed a little bit harder. But but hats off to her for being truly little, the say, only newbie yes, in this group. That's a hard position to be in, and she seemed like she was a little uncomfortable, but she was pushing through it, and I appreciated that instead of her being like totally not willing like not being down to clown yeah she looked great she looked great i love tom announcing raquel's that bambi-eyed bitch <laughs> raquel and then she comes out i thought she was gonna do like a bambi bambi <laughs> that would but then she hilarious <laughs> that would have been really i would have been just gonna be like funny yeah would have been a little too funny for her maybe i don't know james is how her identity yeah i don't know because how hot is my girlfriend? She has no idea that she's about to become the first Miss James Kennedy. I was like, oh. I was like, James. Is that supposed to be fun? Because it's not James. That's not cool. Yeah. I, Raquel was giving me a little bit of like J-Lo at the Met Gala. Mm -hmm. You know, she had that like, I mean, hat, she knows her angles and she is the beauty the... queen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Katie, again, Ugh. was trying. This and sad to me. <laughs> this bummed me out. Okay, I'm trying to view it through the lens of what we've talked about so far as being like Schwartz is holding her back. And I think this is a real moment of like if she was with a man who was like, you look fucking hot. Yeah. Like it's all it's right on the precipice of her being like, I'm so fucking hot. Yes. I'm like a boss ass bitch. Yes. I make a lot of it's money. So close. And like blah, blah, blah. It's so close. But I truly think that Schwartz is an albatross around her neck mm -hmm. and she will never be able to assume her righteous throne on the mountain of her own hotness well, until he's gone. Well, you can tell that like Schwartz does not appreciate her beautiful body. And no. so she does not appreciate her beautiful body. And if she had mm -hmm. a man, not, not that I think we should all just like be waiting for a man to tell us they like our bodies before can we love, can love our bodies. But I do think it matters a lot to Katie. And I think there are yeah. people that that matters a lot to them. And I think if Katie had a man to kickstart her loving her own body by being appreciative of her body and being like obsessed with her, she could have had a I much different moment help. in this fashion show. Yeah, <laughs> but it was I like fully agree. It was like the 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 capey thing was like almost cool, 
but what she had on underneath it was like so weird and she looked a little dissociated while she was doing it she was dissociating for sure it was just like a very (laughs) strange it it made me upset (laughs) I just had a vision and I'm having like a psychic chill which I think maybe Katie needs to be with a woman I think maybe like becoming like a fierce fucking lesbian Mm. I'm like truly I have like chills right now and I am this is like that would maybe solve everything wow like mm. her and I just like some that. other that's power bitch lesbian that could help her that's fill in the gaps with her own wardrobe mm-hmm. empower her they would just appreciate each other's body it would be wow. sensual but like and like they'd both I think she needs an equal Yes. And I think a woman could provide that. Right. Because there is something to Tom and Katie in that he has a little bit of a feminine energy and she is a little masculine. And I think she totally benefits from being someone with like a little bit of like femininity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa. That would I be know. fucking incredible. If her entire, if this was all just like, this is just about the fact that she's with a man and she's not supposed to be with a man. And she realizes this finds the woman of her dreams and her life is just like everything's aligned i think this has cracked the code whoa 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 whoa, whoa. yeah whoa. guys if any of you are friends with Kate, guys just like tell her that please tell her <laughs> please tell her or if you yourself are a lesbian go try your luck She's gorgeous. She's hot. She's beautiful. She's fucking hot. Yeah. It's like at her best. She seems like she's probably a lot of fun and would be a great partner if she was not so um, cursed by her present relationship. Like, I feel like you flip that switch with her and she's like a totally different person. Agree. Um, Tom Schwartz is truly worthless. Can't have a business discussion without completely melting down oh my god he can't even describe what this restaurant is and he's like laughing and about I, it i don't uh-huh. think that that's an act like i think he really is like no. incompetent and incapable i agree with you a thousand percent i i think that he genuine again okay again i was watching watch what happens live i was in and out but there was one andy was like asking katie and lala some questions and they had to turn a pile to like agree or disagree And one of the questions he asked was Schwartz, or it was a true or false statement. So he said, Schwartz is a better businessman than Sandoval. And they both agreed. No way. Just let that sink in. That's denial. That's also like you're being petty. Like, and also like you're having. Yeah, get out, get the fuck the out. Nerve. Of I was like, that's actually insane. You think you can take Tom Schwartz into a meeting with investors? We've seen it. And that he, like, time and time again, we've seen him collapse under pressure. I just simply do not believe that he can pull off the even the bare minimum of what it takes aside from just writing a check and giving money to right. a project i just don't think 
I just can't see a world in which that's true. No. I also loved in this discussion when Lala was like leaning over to Katie and she was like, is Randall being like too mean? Like, should I stop him? And she goes, he can handle it. I wrote, hell yeah. I was like, yeah, let him. And now I'm also flashing back to trade me and realizing that he should have traded her. He should have traded and we all truly misread and misunderstood that whole situation. Yeah, he probably should have just traded. Mm-hmm. Trade me. Trade me. Trade me. Is trade it possible is- we wouldn't have COVID if he had traded? I can't it say it's... It could be a butterfly effect. I, I can't, yeah, I can't, can't say it's not possible. I can't say it's not linked a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Much to think about. James talking about his problems with Max and getting to revisit those text messages (laughs) that he sent them was truly a dream come true. It was literally (laughs) like, you're a fat fuck and nobody likes you. And the way Lisa read them was like very beautiful. She had quite the like narrative spin. You are a prick. Come back here, you fat loser. (laughs) (laughs) So much better than what I thought. Honestly, come back here, you fat loser. (laughs) Nobody likes you. You loser prick. (laughs) You cunt. You cunt. (laughs) I absolutely hate that I was not at Dantana's when this happened. I know. What the fuck? Awful. Who knew that that was like their? I know. What the fuck? That's so crazy. I mean, it's very like old Hollywood, whatever. But it's like. That's so like I, late twenties Hollywood white guy though. Yeah. Like Musso and Frank, you know what I mean? Like that whole like Dantana's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very a vibe. Lala does some incredible mental gymnastics to get to a point where she can turn the conversation into confronting Ariana <laughs> that I was like, impressive. where's she going with this? Yeah. And then she was like, and that's why I was so mad when you said this to me. I don't really get what this whole fight about. It seems very stupid to me. Yeah. And I don't get Katie being like in the kitchen when they were talking. And she's like, you're coming from a very nuanced place. <laughs> and Ariana's coming from like a very like black and white place. And it I was like, like it, no, I think it's actually the other way around. Yeah. I didn't get that sense at all. Believe me. You know, I want to be on board <laughs> with Katie. I'm rooting for her. And I was like, huh? It's the TBI talking. Yeah, make perchance. <laughs> Not talking from the most uh, unaffected place. Because it was very yeah. like, so it's like they're both, Ariana's mad at Lala for saying on a podcast that she and Ariana aren't cool. That they don't give a fuck about each other. That they don't give a fuck about each other. Okay. Yeah, like implying that they're not, they're neither here nor there they have no closeness whatsoever okay and ariana didn't think that that was true and didn't think that it was cool of lala to say that right and then lala's saying no that's actually the truth yeah i'm i'm team ariana on this one i'm team ariana i don't think she handled herself well in the last episode about it but I'm team Ariana over. I mean, I'm team Ariana generally speaking because she's like yeah, one of Lala the only sane people on the show and especially over Lala. But it is like, 
I remember watching the first episode last week and before Ariana could even say, I let her eat my cookie. I said out loud to the TV. I was like, she ate you out. Yeah. You guys have hooked up. You guys have a relationship with each other. Ariana very has close. always liked Lala. Moments, yeah. Like even in moments where they may, may have not, because you go through moments where you're not as close, yeah. but you still are like, wouldn't say we don't give a fuck about each other. Yeah, that's just not, that seems so not true to me in a way that like, this is such a stupid fight. It's like insane to me. Yeah. And then Lala tries to come for Charlie. Oh. And then we find out like a dark truth about Ugh, Charlie's so past. Sad. It was really sad, but I'm glad that she's talking about it. Me too. I was happy that she was like talking about her actual like life and past because I was like, I like Charlie, but she's given us pretty like surfacey, like funny insults and like crazy sound bites, like when she talked about the pasta and shit. So mm-hmm. I'm happy to get to a more lived in side of Charlie. Yeah, and I think to end up on a show like Vanderpump Rules, you have to have endured some, some sort shit. of horrific trauma yeah. in your childhood. Yeah, like she has. It's horrible. I remember when yeah. she went into the kitchen, she was like, I'm going to make myself a sandwich. This food looks bad. I was kind of like, ha ha. I didn't even like, really think about it. Yeah, and I was like, it probably is And bad. I was like, it probably is bad. The they probably got with. it from some weird <laughs> fucking restaurant in Palm Springs that happens to be open during COVID. Like, yeah, it's probably not good. No wonder. But then I was also like, why is she making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that's so random and then when she had issues with food I immediately assumed it was an eating disorder because like Mm -hmm. why wouldn't I but then I was like I I don't from what I know of eating disorders which is like pretty up close and personal I've I've never heard of someone with an eating disorder who would eat something like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because that seems like a pretty like caloric unsafe thing to eat i mean i know there's obviously like very diverse ways to have eating disorders and like i i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about but i just was like that seems so weird that that would be an eating disorder thing to me and then she went into the childhood of it all and i was like fuck that's really really sad yeah let Charlie eat what Charlie wants to eat. It's I like so her strong stance sad. on pasta. I did too. It's very interesting like to think back on that and how funny that was. And now I think back and I'm like, oh, I feel kind of sad now. Oh, man. <laughs> like that's that's really dark. But it seemed like she seemed to be implying she was like physically abused. Yeah. Or, or just, like, like not forced... eating what was on the table. Mm-hmm. Which is like that would totally like result in issues with food like if you're like what you want to eat as a child is not only not what you would get but then you're forced to eat something you don't want to eat like no fucking wonder you would have issues with food as an adult like that is yeah horrible and that in you would like a be harmful way right and that you would be threatened with like violence I think she didn't say that I, I she did not yeah she wasn't clear on like say. what happened but it seemed dark Bad. enough where it wasn't just like you're gonna sit at the table till you finish your broccoli right like, it was like it seemed creepy in a way that was because she even said she was like it's not like I would be like sent to my room or like I like wasn't allowed to have dessert like it was like worse than that yeah it's horrible maybe she'll go to therapy I the would love for her to go to therapy <laughs> on the show too I also want to know like does she have siblings like I'd like to know more about like 
her family now. I hope we like take a trip to Barstow this season, maybe and check in with yeah, them. Yeah, they're teasing out like little Charlie yeah. things that I'm like, okay, I like how what you're doing. Same, here. me too. Um, she asked Lala to like not call her a bitch, and Lala says, "Bitch just flies out of my mouth like the word I need a Perrier." Not a word. Which I was like, <laughs> sentence that. <laughs> doesn't make any I've also sense. never heard you say I need a Perrier. Yeah. Also, who are you? You need a Perrier? I mean, just because you're sober doesn't mean you need a fucking Perrier. You know what I mean? That's weird. Keeping my eye on Lala. I I, I, oh, I've got my eye on Lala this season. There's something not sitting right. Mm-mm. Her house mm-hmm. of cards, I think, is about to come tumbling down. I think so, too. I'm looking forward to it. Me, too. What a great show. I'm honestly so I'm glad happy. that this show's back. I know yeah, I am too. I'm happy. I feel like excited to wake up in the mornings when it's like Vanderpump Day. It feels like it's been so long since. Just since I've laughed and enjoyed <laughs> this show on a regular yes. basis. It's, it is giving like earlier when you were talking about Summer House, like it is kind of giving that vibe of like because the more toxic people quote unquote are gone. I was first like, well, that's taking all of the amazing things away from the show and you're taking away the reasons I watch the show and I'm worried. But it did have a little bit of a summer house vibe where it was like people mostly like each other and they're having fun in a Mm -hmm. way that like summer house has always kind of felt like the lighter version of Vanderpump or like the more positive version of Vanderpump. And I got a little bit of that with the like Palm Springs fashion show. Like these people are having fun and I'm enjoying watching these people have fun. And I'm okay with the fact that we're not just like, drenched in toxicity which we have been and it's not even like a matter of being drenched in toxicity as much as it's like we're drenched in toxicity and you're trying to sell me on the fact that it's not toxic and it's actually like amazing and goals and like great relationships and these people are like friends for depending on each other and taking care of each other and it's like no these people are acting like jack's didn't fuck faith next to a dying woman recently yeah within the last like few years. 18 months ago. yeah like don't do me like that no and so they had if they had to go in order to get out of to- that, that i think is a like, far cycle. more toxic relationship than like anything they bring to For the table sure. like what they were doing to viewers of the show <laughs> if so we fun. have to lose them to get to a place of honesty totally then so be it no i'm very like i'm I was worried and I'm, I'm having a good time and I'm hoping that we will continue to have a good time. Um, and I'm okay if we're not in a place of like really intense, crazy drama, if we're still able to like have fun, you know what I Mm -hmm. mean? It's okay with me. Yeah. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I am too. And the preview for next week is when someone's talking to Brock about his kids and they're like, Oh, when was the last time you saw them? And he was like, four and a half years. (laughs) Yeah. So we're just like getting right into some. Some good <laughs> shit. I'm really excited about that. That's going to be amazing. I cannot wait. Thank you so much for joining oh, me to chat about BPR. I love having you on the pod. I love being on the pod. Literally, I, I'm just, I'm sad we couldn't do it in person today. That's like my only, that's my thorn. I know. Well, one one of these days we'll be back IRL. Um do you have a social media presence these days? What's your vibe? I know you're a mystery. I'm, I'm a mystery. I'm off the socials. I, um, I 
Um, I have some burner email addresses if you want to send me an email, but that's about all I've got. I do have the email address and I want to be very clear that I got this email address way, 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 way pre-scandal. I do have the email address Hilaria Baldwin claps back at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> You've always known Hilaria made was one to invest in. To collect mm-hmm. email addresses that I that come to me. Um, and that's one of the ones I have. So if you want to send me an email, you can send me an email at Hilaria Baldwin claps back at gmail.com. But that's really all I have. Um, but I'm so happy to be on the pod. It's just um, my favorite thing. I love having you. And um, until next time, love and light. Thank you. Ain't nobody got me feeling like-